Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1328, air date September 27th, 2023. A revolutionary movement. I have a very special guest with me today, Dr. Shiva Ayudari. And um, so welcome, Dr. Shiva. Good, how are you? So, good, thank you so much for joining us. Um, before we get into it, I'm going to bring our Heavenly Father into the mix, and then we'll all go ahead and introduce you fully. So, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you now, and I, as always, I just thank you for this opportunity to come before the people and to share information with them that you need them to hear, Father. I just thank you so much for my guest and for him gracing us with his presence today to share information that the people need to hear, Father. And as we go through this spiritual journey, I ask that you just continue to give us the strength, courage, and endurance to walk the narrow path that you have laid out before us, Father, so that we can bring light back to this ever-darkening world. And I just thank you for every moment that you give us. In your precious name, Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So let me read your bio really quick. Um, so Dr. Shiva, MIT, PhD, um, is the inventor of email, a scientist, inventor, entrepreneur, and Fulbright scholar who holds four degrees from MIT, including his PhD in biological engineering. He started seven successful high-tech companies, providing thousands of jobs in Massachusetts. His life has been about solving very tough problems by identifying the root cause, bringing together people to innovate real solutions. Now he wants to serve America beyond the left and the right to deliver solutions we need and deserve. Most importantly, Dr. Shiva is one of us, uh, not another lawyer or lobbyist or politician. And you have a shivaforpresident.com and that's with the number four. So I'm actually excited to have you. I had a friend, um, Kinara, uh, who's from i do worldwide rallies and she was like uh -huh. you have to introduce or you have to interview dr shiva and i'm like oh my gosh if you could set that, that up that would be great so thank you so much for being here today that's great yeah kinara is awesome she's out of norway yes yes yeah i love working with all them we yeah. just had a recent worldwide rally and people across the you know world are having you know thousands of people show up and san diego's not quite there yet i feel like they don't really understand the pressures that we have they're kind of more like going about the day like not paying attention so you know i know one point we'll get there and there'll be thousands of people in the streets so um but i just thank you for what you're doing i think it's so important and you know, with all these things coming down the pipe, like here in San Diego, they are really pushing uh, for a bunch of officials are wearing masks. They are, um, you know, pushing the new vaccines because of the variant saying, you know, these other ones don't work and all of this. And so, you know, I kind of would like to know what your thoughts are on what's going on around us. Um, you know, I'd kind of like to start with before now. Um, and what do you think caused the pandemic that they, um, that has, you know, the COVID pandemic in 2020, 2021? Well, let's uh, define, you know, I think we need to take one level back. Okay. Is to recognize that um, those in power, uh, because of the fact, you know, there's a video I did, you may seem called the swarm, which really defines who the establishment is. It gives a little more sophisticated definition, really providing people the idea to understand that um, those in power are not centralized in any one particular location and not any one race, not any one geography. They don't speak any one language. If anything, they're telepathic. 
they're decentralized, they're multiracial uh, aristocracy of all different colors. Right. So, um, so once that's understood, uh, we need to recognize what is their motive for existence. Their motive for existence is to maximize for themselves and their community power, profit, and control, right? They're trying to optimize that. So more power, more profit, more control. Um, so that's what they're trying to do every microsecond, every quarter, every day, every year, right? So in order for them to do that, if you follow the logical steps, a small set of people distributed, they want to maximize these three variables, profit, profitability, more control, more power. So in order for them to achieve that growth in each of those areas, um, either they seize an opportunity that they can control or they create an opportunity that they can control. Okay. Absolutely. Um, it's like um, the teacher who's coming up with the exam also taking the exam, right? It's always rigged in their favor. Right. And between the time they take the exam and they pass it, um, they can do all sorts of theatrics to make it appear to everyone else in the classroom as though they're just part of the, um, you know, the classroom, right? That they're not the ones rigging the whole thing. Right. Right. So we need to understand that this is a dynamic because they're trying to maximize power, profit, control. Yes. And, they're, and they have large control of these systems. So there's a systems dynamic taking place. And so they have the ability, you know, what I've been uh, organizing and educating people on is a notion of system science. The elites understand system science. There's nine principles. Um, the elites know the system science. In fact, they create the features of system science. George Soros is one of the theoreticians of system science. Um, and once they understand the physics of system science, one of the nine elements of system science is a goal. Um, and you're trying to achieve your goal, which is more power, more profit, more uh, control. So in order to optimize their goal and achieve their goal, they have the ability to put control inputs into the system. Just like if you wanted to be healthy, you would control the amount of exercise, the amount of food, what kinds of foods you take to achieve some weight. Right. Um, so they have the ability to control the inputs into this environment, right? Um, so one of those inputs are crises. They can create crises, which lead to three important things for everyone else, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Now, fear, uncertainty, and doubt are very powerful in, uh, outputs that come out of the inputs they put in, so if they create a pandemic, will lead to more fear, more uncertainty, more doubt. And fear, uncertainty, and doubt are really the stepchildren of power, profit, and control. Okay? So they have the ability to input things to create volatility, to create fear, to create uncertainty, to create doubt. And when they do that phenomenon, people will give up their control, their power, their profit. Okay. Right. They'll give up their truth, their freedom, their health. Right. Now the inverse dynamic is we as the 8 billion should set our goal, truth, freedom, health, and to maximize that. Yes. We have to make a decision on what inputs we want to put into the system and that dynamic when it's, and, and who are the people who will manipulate us back to the force of power, profit, and control. So when you consider the pandemic, it was created. Okay. Right. Whether it was real or not, whether the coronavirus exists or not, in some ways is immaterial. Right. The real issue is how it was employed, okay, to create fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Right. Okay. 
And who were the people who were the people who uh, who commandeered this, who um, who drove this? And, and you'll find out if you really do an honest analysis, there were two groups. One was the obvious people that you see as the scumbags, the Fauci's, you know, the WHO, the Gates right. and stuff, people, which I was the first one to talk about in 2020, early. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other side of it are the not so obvious establishment, like yeah. Booby Kennedy, Booby effing Kennedy, who promoted lockdowns while he was telling all these mothers he was fighting for them for medical freedom. He was actively promoting lockdowns. He was rationalizing it, saying that it would stop the spread of COVID and it would save the climate and the environment. <laughs> That's him in 2020. It's out there, March 20th of 2020. Um, Trump was promoting lockdowns. He may say he wasn't, but he was coordinating right. the states. All the state governors are promoting them. Fauci was promoting them. Yep. And the output of that, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, was more power, profit, and control. 600 billionaires increase their profit by $2.3 trillion. All the big companies increase, small businesses reduce. So the 8 billion of us lost, the 0.1% increase. So that's a wonderful example of how they employed the input of the pandemic to create fear, uncertainty, and doubt on the masses. And then we gave up our rights. We lost profit, right? We lost profit. But it's really important to understand there were two forces here. The obvious establishment which I was critiquing, exposing, but I was also critiquing and exposing, which is a much harder job to do. People like Booby fucking Kennedy. Yeah. Who was taking advantage of the mothers who felt guilty that they vaccinated their kids and wanted to resolve their guilt, like by going to some Catholic priest, you know, and, right. And which was a Booby was. And like many of these Vatican priests, they took advantage of the people who came to confess to them. Okay. Yeah. And that's what he did. That's exactly what he is or Trump. Okay. Right. Well, people need to understand it's an amazing lesson. And the lesson to take from the pandemic is if you want to decide what kind of people do you want to lead, whether it be yourself or someone else, what did they do in March of 2020? It is really the litmus test. And people need to get let go of all their emotions and all their lower chakra. Yes. Yes. Right. And their instinct. And they need to use their intuition. What did these people do in March of 2020? A egregious example of this is his brown nose, big pharma brown nose or Brahmin guy, Vivek the snake. He was making money promoting fake products for big pharma. He at that time was making money um, promoting a company which was going to track people. He was making money promoting and vaccine mandates. And like a slimy slime ball, he thinks everyone will forget that. Right. They all do. They think, oh, forgive us, let go of it. It's been so much time and it's not. Right. So I think the other lesson is um, this notion of forgiveness, right? If someone has murdered 50 people all their lives and they claim they've connected with Christ and redeemed themselves, there's no obligation we have to, uh, you know, let them go and send, them, oh, yeah, I'm embracing you. No. Right. Just them for another 50 years. That's right. Let's see what they do. Unlike, I mean, there has to be a difference between the guy who's lived a clean life and is a good human being. You can trust him for the next 50 years versus the guy who murdered people and abused right. people. It doesn't matter if he's come to some new revelation. You watch him. No different than an employee who steals from you and right. you give him a, a second chance. You watch him like a hawk. 
for a year or two years before you regain trust. So people need to have this level of wisdom and not be uh, willing to, you know, give up their own dignity because someone just says on trust, you know, you don't yes. have the history to trust that individual. So we need to be very, very practical and wise on this and have some common sense. So every one of these people on the debate stage, I think it's today and tomorrow, are all part of the organized crime family, every single one of them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be having be on the debate stage. Right. Right. And so I think the critical thing to understand um, is how do we prevent these things from occurring in the future? Right. How do we prevent the next lockdown? How do we present the next manipulation? And the only way to do that is you must study history. And so everyone should say, let's go back to 2020. Look right. at all these people claim to trust me. And you have to contrast those people's actions, their actual deeds, um, what they said at the right time and what they did to someone else, what they said at the right time. And you can, if you want to use me as a standard bearer, you know, in 2020, we ran that hashtag fire Fauci campaign. Not only that, we collected 120,000 signatures. We took our, those signatures in 2020, in May of 2020 to Trump, told him to get rid of Fauci. Um, I wrote a letter to Fauci, uh, sorry, to Trump. Marla Maples delivered it to him. Get rid of Fauci. Gave him the, um, you know, the knowledge as an experienced scientist, as a renowned guy in the immune system. And what did he choose to do? He chose to keep Fauci while claiming he wanted to drain the swamp. But right. there was no swamp creature in that White House. It was Fauci. And so Trump didn't do anything. Then he actually uh, made himself and others help others make a lot of money off promoting big pharma. Yep. Pfizer was down to 45 billion in revenue from 65 billion. He made sure they got a nice V, back to a nice steep slope going up. Um, so any Trumper who thinks Trump, Trump is fighting for them uh, might as well uh, go become a member of a cult because you're a fucking idiot, okay? You and they still do. They tout him like he's he's amazing and he's going to. And I'm like, but he was the one saying that he created the vaccine and everybody should. And I'm all, I don't under even if they were by chance different. Why would you do that? Because he's still promoting it now that and people don't see the writing on the wall. I always tell people this, like what's going to happen when you realize that he's not who you think he is. And they put all their eggs in his basket to make the, the changes that need to be diff, like different. And it could be them doing it. It's like it puts them on the sidelines so they don't want to take action and do something themselves. And it's very disturbing because they will, in mass droves, go visit him, pay to see him. And then when it comes to real stuff, I'm like, where are we when it's really, when it really matters? Nobody's. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, so getting back to the question, how do you stop these lockdowns in the future? A, we must. So the first is we need to have a movement. Yes. Uh, a global movement. And that's what we've created with Truth, Freedom, Health. So, you know, in 2020, before the censors caught up with me, we got our message out to how do you solve a real problem? How do you call out these people way ahead? Um, we taught people the science of systems. We taught people how to take care of their health. We, you know, saved tens of millions of people's lives with our protocol with, you know, supporting vitamin D and quercetin, all that stuff. We didn't make a penny off of it. Zelenko took our stuff and he packaged it, right? right. Alex Jones was making money off of it. Um, and if you talk to David Knight, David Knight will tell you Alex Jones hates Trump, but he promotes him. He just endorsed him because he wants to cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. He wants those Trump MAGA cult people to buy his products. So right. that means he's totally out of integrity, right? So people need to look at what happened in 2020. Um, step one, 
and understand who will you listen to in the future. If you're going to listen to Trump when he suddenly does a video two weeks ago, says, we will not comply. When I get in office, I'm going to get rid of the mask mandates and vaccine mandates. When he just said six months ago, he couldn't do anything because it was all up to the states. So people have to ask, look at people who flip-flop, whose words don't match their deeds. And so that's the way of the people who you do not follow. So first of all, if you want to keep following those people, then you get what you deserve. And you're, you're the woke left and the woke conservatives are one and the same. They're the same. Now, the good news is 70% of people are dark matter. They haven't taken sides. They know the system is effed up and they Mm -hmm. want to build a a completely different way of looking at this, right? right? They're desperate for real answers. And those people are coming in millions and tens of millions to our movement now because those people are recognizing, wait a minute, this guy and his movement did the right thing in 2020. They're the ones that figured out the election system's integrity. They're the ones in 2020 discovered the fact that government has a backdoor portal into Twitter and they want a lawsuit. And then they also see at that same time, Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson concealed it. Glenn Greenwald concealed it. All of these people are part of the intelligence agency network. They're not fighting for you. They may talk about the truth, but they always talk about the truth years later. Yes. You know, when it's, when it's when it's useless, they do it to aggrandize themselves, to act like they're exposing something, to act like they're quote unquote journalists. But it's all about them getting views and clicks and manipulating people. Tucker Carlson, Glenn Greenwald, all of these so-called grifters, all these doctors who are grifters. Yes. Stay silent in 2020. Then a year later, they start filing petitions. This guy, Jay Bhattacharya, in 2020, had written a paper promoting lockdowns. Okay? And then after that, he acts, acts like, oh, I'm a professor at Stanford. You know, I was abused. No, you weren't. Stanford is a center of the CIA. So you are now trying to take credit for something you actually promoted or you, that you're fighting against. So right. wonderful open psyop is taking place particularly not of the obvious that Biden and Clinton's and that's easy. Right. The real thing to understand is that how booby fucking Kennedy is part of the swarm of the organized crime family, how Trump, how Vivek the snake, how DeSantis, how all of them are fighting now tooth and nail for their existence because people are waking up to truth, freedom, health. They're recognizing who the real leaders are and this yes. is very dangerous to them. So their only solution to this is to make me invisible. And that's what they're doing. So they can't even give any visibility. They don't even want to create controversy around me anymore. Because that creates visibility. Yeah. So, um, but it's a good place to be because it's an opportunity because many, many people are watching this and they're realizing, yeah. And, you know, by the way, every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., we have these open houses. And people come. And the people who come are people of extraordinary insight from all different wacks. Wa- walks of life and all different statuses and wealth it doesn't matter but they're all recognizing that i really don't want to be fooled anymore and they're overcoming trump's bullshit they're overcoming boobies bullshit they're overcoming tulsi gabbard's you know psychological operation robotic nonsense that she exists right and Mm -hmm. those well one of those people gets it is equivalent to an army of about a million people yes awoken in a really deep way so, um, so we're at a very exciting time because um, we are educating people on the systems dynamic. 
of how they optimize power, profit, control, how they want to decay truth, freedom, health, how we have to build a movement, but that movement cannot be built by top-down people because the top-down people are talking about movements. Their right. movements are suck, you know, believe me and sucking you back into this swarm. The real movement is the individual recognizing, do they want to be a hero? Do they want to be a co-creator with God as they see it, right? Yeah. Do they want to become a leader in their community? Now, once they get to that point, they're going to have to study a little bit because you just can't be a plumber. Oh, I want to be a plumber. You have right. physics of plumbing. Then you have to go be a journeyman and get the practice. So truth, freedom, health, we've created that infrastructure. We teach you that very hardcore systems knowledge without which you're going to keep making mistakes. One day you'll be in Bernie's camp and then Obama's. Then right. Trump is your savior. Then you'll jump over to Tulsi Gabbard. And you're just going to be like a, you know, a political prostitute jumping from bed to bed. But if you want to be grounded, you have to understand the science of systems. And then it's not just theory. You have to get on the ground. It's, you know, mind and hands. You have to get on the ground. You have to hand out a flyer. And we're also giving people those opportunities. If they go to Shiva for president, if they're lazy, they can just get a bumper sticker. But when they put that bumper sticker on the back of their car, um, they're making a statement. I support this standard. A person, right. personal integrity and his public integrity matches. And I can take it to a next level. I can download a flyer, which educates them how the lifespan of the United States has been going down like this. And that has been caused by the us making decisions based on being lazy, the lesser of two evils. Right. And when they understand that phenomenon, then they have to put a mirror up to their face. What am I going to do? And then we give them the solution in that flyer, right? First, here's the election process that's taking place. Forget about the end state of that election, but you have an opportunity to choose somebody who, who raises your standards. And then we give them the tools. We tell people to come to our open house. So now we've created a completely different parallel universe that they don't have to, um, you know, uh, eat a McDonald's. They have to choose between a McDonald's burger and a McDonald's and a Burger King burger. They're right. Both, right? Yeah. Pepsi and Coke, right? They can really choose. Do they really want, you know, really good water? Or do they really want nutritious food? Yes. Do they want to eat crap? When it's here, you can't say I didn't have access anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. So we have this very, very good opportunity to make the individual accountable. It's not really about these politicians. If I didn't run for office and our movement didn't exist, you could say, boo-hoo, they only have Burger King and McDonald's. They don't have a real health restaurant over here, which is going to really get them strong and their bones strong and their mind strong, right? But they have that. So now you're an idiot if you choose that. It's like, you know, you get yes. what you Yeah, well, it's like people always, oh, I now don't have a choice. There's always a choice outside of the choice that they're giving you. You know, it's almost like when they'll talk about, well, you can either get a vaccine or a test, but there's a choice right there. And I'm like, no, it's how about neither? That's also a choice. You know, so when you do know, it's like you can't go to this other option and, and act like it's the only thing. It's good for us to provide all of these things for people because I think that they're, you know, people need direction. We've been so used to having people direct us that they've come become like, they need someone to kind of nudge them in a direction one way or the other. And either they're going to go towards the wrong direction if we don't provide them with a the right one, because it's going to be easy because people are lazy a lot of times and they don't want to, you know, step out into something as well alone. So I feel like when you give them something to 
see that's different, they don't feel like they have to create it on their own and like it's impossible to do. So I think it's really um, great what you're doing. And that is so important. It, it needs to be us to do the working. You know, we, we pay attention to these people and act like we don't have control, but it's like, but that's because you think you don't. They want you to make you think you don't have control so that you just go along to get along with whatever they say. And the more they see people standing up, it's contagious just as much as it is from being complacent. Like when people would take off a mask and they see that people are like, Oh my gosh, it empowers them. So when you can empower them instead of, you know, keep them kind of subdued, it's, it's amazing. And there's so many of us that it, we could change things in an instant if we all kind of got active and did something, you know, to make the world a better place that's around us. Um, so I wonder, like, you know, the pandemic preparedness accord treaty, whatever is coming down the pipe with the United Nations and the WHO, World Health Organization, what do you, do you, I mean, because we know that, you know, the president and many other countries have signed on. What do you think that means for us um, moving forward into next year, into May? Well, I you see, the thing is, we should never care what they do. It's irrelevant what they do because they are, they've already, they have a big whiteboard somewhere. And they've already mapped out their project plan. Right. Um, all they're doing, and anything between now and their execution of their project is all theater. It's all theatrics, trying to create right. their fake heroes, their fake martyrs, like this idiot Russell Brand. I mean, the, the guy was a vile scumbag from the beginning. Um, they, the, the entertainment industry always finds vile scumbags. And then, so they make money off those people and manipulating people. And if right. those people step out of line, they make, um, money off of them again by keep keeping the attention on them as though they're being martyred when we shouldn't care about any of these people. So my point is, be it the WHO or whoever's involved, they have they have their plan in place. The issue comes down to what are we going to do? Yes. Right. So we have to ask the right questions. What are we going to do? Well, yeah. What are we going to do? That's yeah. my question. Yeah. And what is, <laughs> what is to be done is the answer that, you know, my life has been about because when I grew up in a caste system, when I I had to fight my own injustice my entire life for the last 50 some odd years. It always made me wonder, okay, every fight that I fought and I won taught me ultimately that you have to build a bottoms up movement. History shows that. Then the issue is what is a movement? And you have to really think about it. A lot of the establishment uses the word movement all day. They use, now Vivek the snake is using the word revolution. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, okay? If you were in a revolution, He'd be the first one taken out, you know. Right. Um, so, what is a revolution? What is what is actual uh, a movement? Why do you need a movement? Um, so, you know, in my book, System and Revolution, we teach that to people. We give it away as part of the course because people need to really understand what is a system. A system is an interconnected set of parts, and every system in the universe, in fact, everything in the universe is a system. And imagine if I told you that there are nine scientific principles, engineering principles that define every system. And once you understood those, you could use them to identify a problem to solve it. You could go beyond diets. You could understand how your body is a system. You could become your own doctor. Right. You could right. understand how to use that system to fix the healthcare system or the transport or run a family, you see? Because there's fundamental principles that matter. So that's one thing, right? The other piece, People have to learn. So what is to be done is you better learn the science of systems. The elites know the science. Now, for people to learn it, they would have to spend 20, 30 years 
or have the fortune to go to one of these elite institutions. So that's the first thing. My mission was to make that accessible to every woman, man, and child, you know, on the planet. And we created that environment to do that. The second thing is history shows that we need to mobilize bottoms up, right? And a movement when it's mobilized is not reacting, running around with chickens with our heads cut off. We know exactly what to do to put those on notice and actually defeat them. And if people go to truthfromhealth.com, you see many of the victories we've had. We won our federal injunction um, in exposing that the government controls Twitter and all, all these guys, you know, all these guys long before any of this nonsense right now, which is all theater. Right, right. Um, we, you know, when the, in Massachusetts, when the Secretary of State refused to uh, follow up and give us our Freedom of Information Act request, you know, 60 of us marched in, you know, as a team, and we scared the shit out of them. And within 20 minutes, we had the FOIA documents issued to us that they held for two months. So we teach people what you can do together. But there is a dynamic. It's not just going in like Black Lives Matter and breaking windows and being terrorists, okay? There's something that can be done with organized movements that's very effective. But people need to understand that that is where the real power is. Thinking you're a citizen and your citizenship is about voting once or twice every year, you know, every four years, that is not citizenship. That's basically right. being a tool yeah. uh, um, those in power. So, and the other important thing is we educate people. People need to be educated. You don't need to convince anyone. There's, we're not here to convince. Um, you need a sufficient critical mass of people, which is probably one to 2% of the population to make the wave move. Just like if you had a, a still pond of water, you know, you don't need to drop a huge brick in there to get it moving. You drop two stones, three stones, the whole thing moves, right? That's right. So you don't need a lot. You need enough people. So that's the good news too. And we, you know, are reaching critical mass right now. And that's why they have their only solutions to ignore the wave, to ignore the existence. And that creates more problems for them. So absolutely. So the real issue is do people themselves really want to grow themselves uh, in consciousness? And it's, this is really about raising people's consciousness uh, from these three levels of intellect. You want to operate on the instinctive level, which is just being an animal uh, running on emotions and left and right. Or do you want to use your brain, uh, which is good at the intellectual level to figure out how the machinery works. But that's not really how real change occurs. Change occurs at the intuitive level when you can figure out a friend or foe very, very quickly. Yes. You see, those yes. who are, um, are using the intellectual base of the machinery of this infrastructure to manipulate people to stay at the very lowest states of consciousness, which is instinctual. Oh, Trump got, you know, thrown in jail. Oh my God, let me, I only have $400 in the bank, but he's <laughs> my president. Let me give him 200 bucks. Yeah. Okay, meanwhile, the guy has properties and gold so, toilets. and I know. So It's like the last person we should be. That's what I'm saying. Like when you go and spend money to go just hear him talk and all that could be used for so much locally and nobody's doing it because they're, they're directing their energy to the wrong stuff. Like don't put your, all your, like think that he's going to be the change. Cause then you're disappointed when he's not and nobody wants to take the control. Cause it feels better when you can make the change yourself as well. It's empowering. 
Yeah. You know, you feel so like, oh my God. And then it makes you want to keep going because you, you know that even though they do all these things and, and it's like, it helps so well to see, like you're saying, when you can see the, the fruits of the labor of these people. And when they, when, like you said, tell them to, when they're saying, trust me and all of this stuff, when you can see that everything that they're doing only leads to more destruction, you got to take um, something inside and go, okay, this isn't right. I need to quit like, you know, praising them or believing in them. We need to make our own way, you know, because what the way that they have set out for us, isn't the way that we should be living but nobody thinks that they have it within them. And I'm like, we all have it within us. We all have that burning desire too. It's just that they've, you know, done so well at making us dependent upon them. And that's what they continue to want to do. Um, and they'll do things like, and make it a scarcity. Even it's like with the vaccines, they'll be like, you know, or anything like we only have so many. So it's like, you, it makes people want it, you know, instead of really looking at it and going, is this something I want to put into my body? You know, I think people aren't willing to educate themselves either a lot of times. And so they, you know, whatever they're told, they just kind of go along with it instead yeah. of knowing like what's in your food, what's, what kind of water are they giving you? I mean, they're giving people sewer water here saying it's the only way for like pure water. And I'm all, what? That is poo water, not pure water, but that's not the only option. You could drill for water and, you know, give it to people, but they, you know, and they just want to put a bunch of chemicals in it. And nobody's, and none the wiser. I mean, I was talking to these people at this sewer water thing and I said, you know, so if I pee in crap in a cup, are you going to drink it? And this guy was like, yeah, if it's filtered. I mean, they're so just, I'm like, wow, we could actually do something about this. Cause when they brought it forward before at one point, it was like 30 years ago, everybody protested it. And they said, we're not going to have this. And now I'm like, it took them 30 years to brainwash people into thinking it's the only option. And so we have to do that. And it's like, so disturbing to me how these people will just acquiesce to it, you know? And um, so it's very important for us to have movements, to do those things. And it, it does empower people and helps them go, okay, well, maybe I'm not thinking correctly or my, my uh, like vision or my idea of what's going on is skewed, you know? Um, so I kind of would like to know like your hypothesis on these vaccines. I mean, I believe that they were meant to kill, but do you, like, what do you think is going on fully with that? Well, again, I think we don't want to get distracted. You see this pro-vax, anti-vax argument. Right. Because that too is created by the obvious and the not so obvious establishment. You know, in 2019, um, I think it's early 2019, I did a talk called Beyond Vax and Anti-Vax. And we did the first vaccine safety and immune health conference in Massachusetts. We about a thousand people show up here physically. Another thousand people online. And it was a very uh, important event because you have people making money off people on the quote unquote anti-vax, like Booby Effing Kennedy and Children's Health Defense Fund. This right. is a very vile organization because they're actually taking advantage of these mothers who have guilt that they vaccinated their first child and then the second, and then they did it not for the second child. The real issue is going back again to the core of the issue, not the dialectic. What is First of all, again, going back to the root cause here, if you have a child who's brought in an environment where the child is playing out in dirt, you know, is being exposed to all sorts of things, their microbiome is able to really get stress inoculated, yeah. they have a very robust immune system. Um, by the time they're 18, 20, they have shock absorbers in their car. 
So if they hit a bump, the car doesn't go through the roof. And that's what a resilient immune system is. So what emerges out of this, we have to frame it in the right, the actual issue. Okay. The real problem is people's immune systems aren't being uh, properly stress inoculated. And the real solution is you want to create resilience. Okay. That's the first issue. So that's where we need to start. If you start anywhere else, you're going to en end up being in the vax anti-vax camp. Right. And you're going to get manipulated. You're going to give money to one group or the other, either Big Pharma or Big Booby fucking Kennedy. All right. So we have to start at the real issue. And, and Booby fucking Kennedy actually leads you back to Big Pharma because the scumbag says we want to create quote unquote safe vaccines, which means more government. Okay. Right. Right. But he still has not talked about the underlying issue, which is why is the government involved even in your life? Mm -hmm. which is what his uncle created, the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act, which no one wants to talk about. Right. Created by a Kennedy to create all the corrupt institutions in government. That, so they talked about safety in 1962. Safety is a buzzword for I'm going to com completely enslave you. Right. Right. So they created the safety argument, then created all these corrupt institutions, which Fauci then took, took over. And then after people were getting injured, the other murderous Kennedy... Ted Kennedy, who killed a woman, left her drowning in Chappaquiddick, right? He then helped to create the 1986 National Vaccine Injury Program, which protected pharma companies from ever being sued. And they created more government, another Kennedy 2.0. And Kennedy, booby fucking Kennedy 3.0, is a real snake. He's got 10 or 20 different tongues, as many, probably more, as many women as he has cheated on with his wife, who eventually hung herself from his philandering. Okay, but he is even more, he thinks he's even more of a slime. He says, I believe in full vaccination of all Americans, quote unquote. Quote unquote, you've seen his video, right? Go to RFK Express, yeah. that video. And then in the same tongue, the other split tongue, he says, oh, I'm gonna fight against the corrupt government organizations, the CDC. Oh yeah, Bobby's fighting for us. And then he says, I'm gonna get them to create safe vaccines. Well, how are you gonna do that? You're going to create more government. Right. Okay? So that means more government involvement. But the heart of this issue is the government should not be involved in your personal life. Mm -hmm. Period. You know, as president, I would repeal the 1962 Vaccination Act and, and replace it with programs that advance natural immunity. Right. So if you have a child, A, who was born in a bubble, the parents never let him go out, never let, have him put on masks, never let him play with kids do homeschooling all day long. He's never able to interact, right? You're going to end up with a horrible situation. That kid right. is going to, his immune system is never going to be stress inoculated. Okay. That right. child immune system is bio, microbiome will never evolve. So he's going to need artificial immunization, e.g. some type of quote unquote vaccination. You see, so they're creating a feeder, just like if we were never exposed to stuff on Mars, we would need to be exposed to stuff before we landed on Mars. Right. You could call that some type of immunization, right? Right. But the immunization that you try to do artificially can never match the orchestra of immune, immune response that occurs when you get it naturally exposed. So you're creating an artificial type of immune response, right? That's right. what a vaccine does. So the real discussion should be, what is the kind of ecosystem we create that we create resilient human beings? Not about vax and anti-vax, because the vax anti-vax argument ultimately leads to 
assholes like Booby Kennedy saying, oh, let's create safe vaccines. Right. Right. Yeah. Very, very clever what he's doing, which yes. is now, he's going to create more industry, more government to create safe vaccines. And this is what these people always do. Oh, we want to protect you from the big banks. So we're going to do safe banking. We want to right. protect you from Bitcoin. So we're going to do safe crypto, right? Yeah. CDBCs. And that's why Booby Kennedy is being promoted out there negatively and positively. Okay. He gets the limelight because he serves that wing of the swarm, which needs to keep people attached to the establishment. So he is far more of a snake, and you could say even more than Biden, even more than Fauci. At least you know where Fauci stands. Yes. X said, a wolf comes at you, he's going to come bite your throat. You know it. But yep. a fox comes from behind and jumps on your neck and strikes you from behind. You never even know what happened. Okay? That's right. And he's the white liberal fox. He's very yes. dangerous. Okay? They're definitely worse because the other ones you can see clearly, they're not hiding it. But the ones that try and hide it and do the fork tonguing are the ones you really have to worry about because they're the ones like you, they get so many people and they pull on the heartstrings. And that's what people need to, you know, quit holding these people up on pedestals. Um, it, yeah, they, need to just, be, they need to be actively demolished, you know? Yeah. Well, that they need to be actively demolished, you know? Yes. Um, and the, one of the real dangerous snakes is this Vivek the snake. You know, he's a Brahmin. They went and literally did a psyop. They saw this brown face getting so much visibility. So they went and found, they tried to create a pale version of me, right? Oh. They found an Indian guy, right? Right. They promote, overnight he's promoted. Right. And overnight, he, they try to team up as anti-establishment. He didn't come from bottoms up like I did. He's a Brahmin for the upper caste who hate anyone from the lower caste. They despise them. Right. And, in, you know, as I mentioned in the previous interview, the people from the bottom always say, if you see a snake crossing the street or a Brahmin, you know, beat the Brahmin first. Okay. Because Brahmins in that environment were always noticed screwing people over. And the key characteristic of Brahmin was they would say one thing and literally mean something else, okay? Yeah. And do it with such ease that they manipulate people. This guy was promoting surveillance of people during the vaccines. He was promoting mask mandates. He was promoting vaccine mandates. He is connected at the hip to Big Pharma. He took a company called GSK, which had created a drug which failed four times, bought it for 5 million. The drug had his mama, his mother, redo the data analysis and make it look like it was a good drug, even though he oh knew my it gosh. took it public, made tens of millions of dollars, then sold it after it crashed, right? I mean, crashed the stock after the clinical trial. He knew it would fail. Total scumbag. And then he acts like he's a black person doing Eminem. You see raps. So right. the white working class needs to wake the fuck up. Yes. They need to understand Trump is full of shit and this brown nose, big farmer, Brahmin brown noser is a snake to the power of infinity. And it's time that people wake the fuck up and realize if they don't wake the fuck up in 2024, the devastation that they're going to suffer for not waking the fuck up for being basically you're joining evil through your laziness and your sloth. Yes. Um, you deserve what you're going to get. You're going to get far more fascism. Mm -hmm. You're going to get your kids as I mentioned, they're going to, 
By the way, right now, if you're an American, your child will have a shorter lifespan than you. Think about that. So there's only one movement that can say that, and that's our movement. And our history speaks for itself. People can look at our resume. It's not even believing me. Just look at not only my personal histories going back to 1963, everything I fought for to today, and look at any one of these people's personal histories. How did they make their money? What right. country did they come from? How many people did they screw? Yes. Did they ever help anyone in their lives? Did they ever fight for, for us working people? And you'll find no, 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 no. They're all scumbags. And they're all part of an organized crime network. Right. And people need to wake up. The good news is we're here. Those people want to learn and advance themselves. And um, it's very exciting because uh, every day, you know, at 11 a.m., Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., we do these open houses. You know, Kanaris probably told you. And we're getting people, very enlightened people from all different back backgrounds, from a guy who drives a bus to the guy who's an orthopedic surgeon to a mother of two, you know, with a nice family um, to people who come from all different kinds of backgrounds, right? And all of those people are breaking from these scumbags. And that, you know... It's, the day is going to come very soon when fucker Carlson is speaking. People are going to throw tomatoes at him. And I'm talking about people from the left and the right who right. get this and tell them to get the fuck off the stage. You're not our liberator. And that day is coming very soon. And the sooner that day comes, that's when we're going to get liberation. And that's what occurred during the Vietnam War. The reason the Vietnam War ended wasn't because anti-war activists were in the left camp thinking the Democrats were anti-war. It was when they realized both wings of the establishment. Yes wanted war yes. and they broke from the left and the right, the war ended overnight because now they realize they had an independent movement, not yes. Booby Kennedy using the word independent, truly independent bottoms up. So. Yes, absolutely. And and that's the thing I keep trying to tell people, like they're two wings of the same bird. You can't look at them because they'll always say, oh, the Democrats. I'm like, no, it's both of them. And that's the problem is when you can't see that, then you're going to want to pick one or the other side. We don't need to be picking either of those sides. They're both corrupted from the inside out. We need to be doing, like you're saying, independently having a movement outside of that realm because they'll always be putting pitting us against each other because they always want us to fight, right? As long as we're fighting, then we don't pay attention to what they're doing and we don't get active and um, it keeps us divided. Yes, yeah, so that's the way, their whole the way point. we end the next lockdown, it's a very simple formula. Step one, understand this dynamic. Now you could spend 20 years learning it. In three hours, you can learn it. You know, And not only do you want to learn it, part of my models, people say, thank you, Dr. Shifu, for teaching me this. That's just the first step. You got to go share the knowledge you have to teach. We have a learn, teach, and serve model. Yeah. So you know, two years ago, I used to have to teach all the Monday classes. Now we have people like Canaro teach it. You can teach it. Nice. Right? We want, we've created our own professors. They teach yes. and then serve, serve meaning that you take this knowledge and you go on the ground door to door into your grocery stores outside. Right. Um, and you distribute flyers, yes. those flyers um, that are on Shiva for president, which very simply in one little page with big font summarizes for the average individuals working their butt off to survive. Here's a problem. Here's who caused the problem. And here's a solution. So that's, it's, we, we've uh, made it, our formula now, very scalable. 
Um, people can go to Shiva for president, get a bumper sticker. People can download the flyer. People can take the course. And any one of those things people do is going to adv advance their consciousness. And they won't, feel desperate. they won't feel like they're alone, which is what these people want you to feel. Well, I get it, mm -hmm. but no one else seems to get me. Well, there's a lot of good people now. We're getting it at, at a very fundamental level. Yes, it's wonderful. And I think, too, seeing more things come out that, um, like even on the news, which is very strange, but it kind of helps them start to question things like when they see if there's something up off with the vaccine, because a lot of people oh, I have to see it on the news. Otherwise, it's not real, which is BS. But at least there is a little bit of truth being sprinkled in and it's causing people to question everything. I mean, a bunch but of see, them are it, talking about like <laughs> it, it, it's that could be a danger. And a good thing. So what happens is the psychological operation, it is a technique called the limited hangout. Yeah. It's a very dangerous technique. So what happens is those in power, when they see people breaking, like they saw after I exposed the entire backdoor portal, two years later, Tucker Carlson starts sprinkling some truth in. Now, the only reason he did that was to bring people back to him. So yeah. this is very dangerous when they sprinkle truth. Sprinkled truth is still false. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Um, because the sprinkling of truth is when the establishment is doing it, not for people to break. In, their whole goal is to make sure, Audra, we don't create an independent movement, bottoms up. Right. And they will do, they'll even tell the truth. They'll tell the whole truth and they'll create a beautiful movie, award people Oscars. Yeah. How do you even do that? Yes. You know, um, as, because look, the whole Snowden thing, you have to really start wondering what that's really about. Okay. We've known for 60 years that the NSA has been spying on us. Right. Now you have to really wonder why he gets so much publicity. Oliver Stone makes a movie out of him. Right. Yeah. And whenever these people do these kinds of things, what does it actually do? Well, actually it's created learned helplessness. People say, well, I guess the government's just going to watch me and I just have to concede to yeah. that. You see, because they're not bring yeah. anything but a martyrdom story Anything but a Oscar Academy, a couple of awards they give to dweebs like Glenn Greenwald, and we all think the problem's solved. No, the right. problem still exists. So the sprinkling of truth is a actual technique they do. So yes. first what they do is when I expose, or let's say you were to expose something fundamental, a crime is taking place across, and you're an independent reporter, you report on it, you show that there's a mob family that's running something horrible in your neighborhood of drug. Now, because you exposed it and you're actually exposing them, that could really result in that person's complete, uh, you know, end. Right. That guy may be in the left or right camp. He probably paid off some politician. They won't expose it. Right. They'll wait two years and then they'll do a movie about it. Right. When the guy's gotten off, everything's done. The house is burned down. Everything's happened. And yes. you've broken the story first. So what they do is first they conceal the actual truth, if it's done independently, because they can't control it. Then they wait when people are starting to learn about it, because I kept pushing it, then yes. they'll try to take a pale, a sprinkled version of that truth, <clears throat> which is a limited hangout. Yes. Nixon and Haldeman came up with this technique. Put it out there. Okay, it's all done, guys. We got it. We covered the story. Academy Awards were given out. It's over, right? Yes. If that doesn't work, then they'll tell the whole truth. Yes, this is horrible. You know, do a, a Netflix episodic series on it, right? Mm -hmm. Make even more money off of it. Yes. Right? 
Like, for example, we exposed Fauci in March of 2020. Kennedy was silent. He plagiarized all of our stuff and does a book, Fire Fauci or whatever, right? Right, or right. Paul Waits on the right, Rand Paul waited a year and started sending Fire Fauci uh, email campaigns. You know, does all those things with the Senate, bringing right. them to the theater. Yes, Where it is. Nothing. Right. Silent. Right. March of 2020. He's a medical doctor. He works and he's been there for 20 years. He doesn't know about Fauci by now. Where was right. he talking about this 10 years ago? So, so true. Right. So people have to not um, be happy with a child who gets a D. A D and an F is still pretty bad. Telling me a little piece of the truth after the house is burned down. I'm sorry. I'm not going to thank you. Johnny right. needs to whack upside the head and sit down and, and study. And you don't have ADHD. You just are lazy and you're not studying. And I'm going to tie you to your thing and you're going to have a schedule and you're going to learn. Right. So parents don't want to do this anymore because we've lowered standards. So we do the same thing with anyone who gives us a little bit of truth. Oh, thank you so much. No, they're doing that to manipulate you. Yes. So I think, I don't know, this is a, it's on the topic, but I think the sound of freedom was that where they kind of held it and human trafficking has kind of come up. And I just feel like the people involved, I mean, like the biggest drug lord, Mexico is like funding it. I mean, they traffic people but it's their way of bringing it out to the public. Yeah, but you don't I find, know anything about it, right? Exactly. It, 120, 200 million they made. I know it. Yes. So all the three people did it. I saw the movie a year before because a friend of mine um, gave some money to them, okay? Right. And I saw the showing. And the thing that bugged me about the whole thing is there's three very devout Catholics who are promoting the movie. Where was the Vatican in the movie? The Vatican is the biggest pedophilia organization. I know. I know. So it's very nice, right? And Jim Cavaziel, you have him kissing the Pope's hand, right? So, you know, these people are fucking actors. Eduardo's an actor. This guy's an actor. They're all actors. And Eduardo yes. knows about our movement. So, you know, he's got two strikes. I got maybe three strikes on him right now because he should have manned up. And um, the bottom line is, this is a money making. So this is why they make money. They get a double whammy. People think, oh my God, they're heroes. And they make money off of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was like, in the 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 media can help them do that by going, don't watch it. Right. I mean, they all oh, play right. their side, right? Like, yeah. don't watch it. But then they'll you'll get us to watch it, the people that believe in it, and then the other people not to believe in it so much. But I just find it odd that it's not like anything's come out about it. I mean, we have our own DA in San Diego who pretends to do stuff about child trafficking. They brought an item up at the board meeting and they're like, we're going to educate kids about it. And they said it happens at 90% of the schools. And I thought, are you going to tell them at the school where they could be trafficked that that's a place, you know, or are you just going to go tell them that it can happen at some point in your life? You just got to watch out. So it's just, it's always like smoke and mirrors and look over here at this stuff too. And, and they bring it out when they want to, but I'm all, nothing is happening. Why, why aren't we finding more kids? They just want to talk about it more. It gives them contracts they can get more money, but you can't solve any of these problems. They don't because it's a, it's a business like we're talking about, you know? So if you take the problems away, you don't have the business. Like you can't solve homelessness because if you did, you couldn't continue to well, get money well, for it. Look at the Susan Komen foundation. They've made tens and billions of dollars. Yes. Um, they haven't really solved breast cancer. Um, and, you know, she retires and she gets, I think, a $9 million pension or something. People should look it up. 
So they do not, they, these are the elites. The elites have no reason to solve problems. Their existence is for power, profit, control. So if we want to stop lockdowns, if we want to win, you have to go recognize we need a systems overhaul, a systems okay. overhaul, a systems overhaul. You can't be tweaking the system. It was never designed for you. Uh-uh. It was designed for them. And there is a way to create a systems overhaul. You have some, finally, a guy like me who was supposed to sell out to them, you, you know, understands the physics. I could have just kept the knowledge at MIT has to teach us knowledge there. It's like Prometheus bringing fire to the masses. That's what we've done with Truth for the Health. So the knowledge is here. The movement is here. The community is here. Um, and we know how to win. It's just about scaling this now. And we don't need everyone. This is like, a, you know, in, in the stock market, they call it a derivative of a derivative, right? Meaning that one person getting this communicates this to it's a it's a force multiplier it has massive leverage it's like the i keep saying you know the hundredth monkey when one yes understood how to break the coconut a monkey around learns it yeah one person who learns the science of systems you're literally telepathically affecting another fifty thousand hundred thousand people that's how powerful this knowledge is because we you send out a wave of consciousness that's right other people get raised so we don't need a lot of people we need just the right people yeah. who really want to learn this knowledge. Exactly. And I love that. That's why, you know, when you said you're one of us, I'm like, you are. Because, I mean, I talk about the hundred monkeys all the time because I'm like, we don't need, uh-huh. this is so possible. I love that story or, or that, I mean, it's the, you know, whatever experiment that they did because it's so telling. And I wish more people would understand that that it doesn't take all of us. We don't need every single one of us, but we need the right amount and the right people and the ones that are willing to do something and we're out there, you know? And yeah. so th- I think it's so important for us to share this um, and just continue to, you know, um, what's the word? Um, and get, uh, bring people along with us, you know? Um, because it's so important. And, you know, well, I they, think people- The important thing is, Audra, we've created- the tool yeah. that is necessary to win truth from health. It's not going to just be done on passion or just on, Oh, I'm awoken to this. You need the actual tools, right? right? You can say, yes, we need to build a skyscraper. I get it. I have the vision, but how are you going to do it? Well, you need the science and then you need to do the engineering. So truth from health gives a vision, but then we've also backed that vision up, not just with empty words, but here's the curricula you have to go through. And here's the community you can participate with. And it, there's a community, um, which, by the way, you know, if you want to build immunity, you build community. Community is the number one reason people live long, friendships. Friendships that you can trust, right? People are on the same wavelength on you, right, with you. That was right. supposed to be families. Families right. exist right now because of, there's been all these rifts, right, given these dialectics. But there's a video if you can play um, I don't know if you have time for that, Arthur. Uh, John sure. is screaming, but he can, if you can share oh, yeah. truthfreedomhealth.com. Yes. Yeah. If he gets that ready, I'll put him up here with us. Yeah, actually, uh, can you share it on your screen? Or, oh, yeah. Okay. Let me, okay. Present. Let me yeah. present. Yeah. So to everyone listening, um, there are two websites that people should go to. Let's start with the first one. Um, you know, I am running for president. It's the first time people have had a chance for one of us. So if you, people, if you go to Shiva numeral four president.com. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Take your time. Oh my gosh. 
If you want, I'll tell you here. Is that let's easier? See. No, yeah. let's see. Yeah. Shiva. Shiva Shiva for president.com. Yep. So people go to Shiva for president.com. A couple of things I want to point out here. So this is our official campaign website. Can you the see that? People, yeah. So okay. um, people can go to the shop and get us some bumper sticker. If you click on the shop, the reason this is important is, and if you click on the far left side, that down, down right. Yep. So we have oh, all this. That one. Yep. And the reason the bumper sticker is valuable, and if you click on the far right, there's that bumper sticker. Yeah. The bumper sticker is really cool because uh, if you're in the United States, you just put this on the back windshield. And by the way, anyone outside of the United States cannot, uh, it's illegal, it's against FEC to buy anything from here. But if you go to bashiva.com, you can okay. get the form version of it. I'll, I'll take you there. But the nice thing you is- want me to go there? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. if you stay there for a second, okay. I just want to let people know that that bumper sticker is very powerful because when you as an individual put that on the back of your bumper, uh, back of your back windshield, in the back of your car, 100,000 people will see it per day. That's yeah. more views than you can get on social media. And they, this is why they don't want people going offline. Um, the other thing, if you click on downloads on the top, you see it says downloads right there, free downloads. We've also open sourced everything. So if you don't want to pay for it, you can't afford $5. You can download, you can print it, go down. Um, so this is a very important flyer. Um, and if you zoom in a little bit on it, this flyer, everyone should download. You can print it in black and white. Where is that? I think what you can do is you can just, are you on a Mac? No, I'm on, I, I can't find my Zoom. It's a um, oh. Samsung and it's usually, there's like a thing where usually you can click and make it bigger. I'm not sure. Yeah. So the other way you can do it is it's okay. But the thing is right there, if you can point to that little red line, that red line on the left side, bottom below, oh. it's a graph. This, that, yes. graph that red line is the life expectancy of the United States population. It's declining. It's been declining since 1980s, not just a vaccine. The gray line is the life expectancy of people all over the world. That too is going to start declining. Everyone follows America. And mm -hmm. this has been going on since 1980. And if you read the flyer, by the way, I go out and hand it out at the su subway station at least once a week. Um, you have to get on the ground because yes. social media is completely controlled. But you notice the title of the flight says, a lesser of two evils is killing your children. So for the last 60 to 70 years, your children's lifespan is going down. So if you keep voting for the lesser of two evils, um, many, many people now have stories, a, per, a mother or grandmother is 80 years old and the father and her son or daughter is 60 or 50 are dying, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is gonna become more and more prevalent. And this is because of the systems issue. It's not any one thing, the policies, of the, of the establishment of this organized crime group has created this by design. The bottom left of that flyer, if you scroll down, Audra has a swarm video, which everyone can see. So the left side is a problem. The right side is the solution. We have a video on top, which is my campaign video. We uh, go down a little bit. Oh, no, on the flyer. Oh. Yeah, there's three parts. The middle part right there leads this one? people. Yeah, uh, leads people uh, to the, a true Freedom and Health video. And the bottom right is an invitation to come to our open houses. Every Thursday, John is putting up in our stream 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. every Thursdays. And we have people from all over the world. And we actually take a problem. We give you a solution. Here's a solution to healthcare. Here's a solution to the environment. Solutions you can do right now. 
You don't have to wait for the government. After I get elected president, I'm going to do this right. bullshit. You're not going to do anything. Come on. Right. You will do nothing. Government will do nothing for you except enslave you. If That's I right. become president, I know it's all going to be corrupt. I have no illusions, but I will use a bully pulpit of the presidency to do an interview no different than I'm doing with you right now, Audra, but we'll reach 8 billion people. Right? That's right. That's and right. Maybe shadow ban us. Okay. okay. Right. We'll shadow ban the presidency. But um, that's what it's about. It's about mobilizing a movement. So if you go back, so that's shivaforpresident.com. Get the flyer, get the bumper sticker. And by the way, if you donate, I give you stuff. I don't ask for money. You, If you want to, out of the kindness of your, if you have a lot of money, great, donate a lot of money because we're doing the right thing. But if you donate stuff, I give you books. We give you education and knowledge. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Um, truth, freedom, health, no and. Um, and if you look here, this is a website that really describes the movement, the education, the community. And if you scroll down a little bit, Audra, right there, you see that video on the right? Yes. If you can click on that and play it, you just have to maximize the screen on the far right. You have to stop, Audra. Oh, sorry. Let's start, let's start it again. Start it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop sharing. Um, oh, stop sharing? Yeah. Because what you have to do is when you hit present, is stop presenting on your end. Okay. So when you hit present again, okay, um, you'll notice that there's something on the bottom left that says share audio. Oh. Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. Let's see. Where's share audio? Let's see if I need to. Sorry, you guys, one moment. So Audra, what you have to do okay. is share audio. Yeah, okay. Where does it say that? So it's saying allow screen. Yeah, let me, I can do it if you want. Let me do it. Sorry, me. yeah, I'm not sure no why I'm having. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, when you're doing a tab, um, you have to share that, but I, I can do it here. Let me bring it up here. So I want to share with everyone, this is sort of the core video, which will help everyone to really understand what we're doing here. Can you see this, Audra? Let's see. No, I can't. Oh, you have to present. Did you? Yeah. Okay. okay let me present the screen. Um, let me, hold on. Let me see if it's because I was trying to do it. I'm going to stop sharing. Yeah. So there, now you should be able to, because I think I had it in the mix of trying to okay. share it. So everyone should go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you really understand what the movement is about. But this video will give you an understanding of our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand 
Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work united. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in. They can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to 
take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader. I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. Yeah, you just try to call me. Call me back. I love that. That is so good. Yeah. It's so important. And I think, you know, do you want to share more or should I remove that? Okay. So that's it. That's um, it. So I think it's a good way to end because it is. you know, there is a solution here. Yes. Sorry, my dogs are getting a little bit. No, that's okay. Um, Mine was making noises in a second. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it gives people an opportunity to recognize that there's, you know, we, it's, I think we know uh, they have a way to find out who the enemy is from a systems perspective in a very tangible way. So I really recommend if you go to truthforhealth.com, there's a 15 minute video on the left side, the swarm video. People should watch that with their families. Uh, every school should watch it because they'll really understand from a systems, you know, what is the swarm? And they'll understand how we shadow the swarm, which is it's about you, you know? Yes. No, and I love that because I was going to say that all these other people offer up like, I'm going to do this. Like, Trump, well, I'm going to, when I get in, I'm going to do this. But they're not empowering the people. And I'm like, we right. have to empower the people. So thank you so much because this is, you know, I'm so excited to share this and uh, that you are sharing it too. Yeah, but, Audrey, um, where, where, where do you live? So I live in San Diego. Oh, okay. Paul we have Brooks. a lot of people in San Diego. Okay. Well, I would love to get involved with them because, you know, on the presidential campaign, we have to get on the ballot. Us yeah. getting on the ballot itself is a big blow to the establishment. Um, and it's a matter of collecting signatures. So that again, gives people an opportunity to do something on the ground. Absolutely. So the future is really offline. So connect with people, talk to Heather or Kinara. Yes. Or some amazing people in San Diego. Wonderful. Yeah, I'll reach out. So, yeah. oh my gosh, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and just knowledge and um, answers and solutions because I feel like nobody's offering that. And so I'm just like really empowered by having you here and having you share. And I look forward to speaking with you again in the future, maybe when you're president. Right. Great. Thank you. Be well. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you guys. Thank you Be so welcome. much for joining me. Join me next time where I bring you more truth, love, light, and all of the good things. God bless you guys. So God much love. Be well. Bye-bye.